it. So a $600 pension 10, 15 years ago won't buy much of anything here today. And why the millennial generation is starting to give up because they can't afford to get a, a good job or own a house. A million Venezuelans voting uh, for this assembly saying it's actually less than three. It is. And people are going to start rioting in the streets. Was reported to have asked Putin for military support that would help him stay in power. We will make America safe again. And yes, together, we will make America great again. And they ignore him. And eight more years goes by till Bernie himself finally admits to his sons, hey, I've been running a Ponzi scheme. Does its dominance mean it can use the alliance for its own ends? Since 1981, bond yields, also known as coupon rates, have just gone down and down and down. The Federal Reserve note will be your biggest financial liability. RTD Live Talk, a little late night streaming. And so due to uh, having a video release earlier, wasn't able to actually tip off at my normal time, but we're here. And I have a gang of articles I want to touch on. And leading the way will be the subject for tonight, uh, We Work. And so um, it's not a, not a joking matter, but it's unfortunate that a very company labeled We Work is now probably going to be shipped into We Laying Off or We're Firing or whatever we want to you know throw out there. But once again, if you've been watching for um, or been a member of the, uh, of the community for a while now, we've been talking about massive layoffs ever since the beginning of this year. And we haven't really seen anything yet, in my personal opinion. So... Uh, we're going to dive in that as well as a other variety of other subject matters as well. But before we get any further, welcome to RT Live Talk, Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. My name is Mike, the host. Uh, this is a show designed for you to share what's on your mind, a voice for the people. So as always, if we have any new viewers, let me know where you're watching from in the chat. We'd love to acknowledge your presence, give you a shout out. And then if you want to actually have your voice uh, heard over the air, there's a number, 313-462-0027. Give me a call. And we can uh, get you on here. So, with that being the case, I'm going to check in real quick, see who else watching, see who's tuning in. And then we will get into all the articles I want to share. Share my opinion as well as get yours and any other articles out there or news stories worthy of mentioning. Feel free to let me know in the chat. So, what do we got here? We got Spirit King. We got Mike Valdez. We got Dan. Just keeping, keep doing God's work here, brother. I appreciate that, my friend. Um Appreciate the support. Worldwide emergency. We got Kenneth. We got Rob B. We got low blood pressure. You tricked us. <laughs> How did I trick you with low blood pressure? <laughs> uh, probably with a late start or whatnot. Let me know. Uh, what else we got here? We got D. Thomas said they tried to pass that overvalued IPO trash to the U.S. to invest in. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, it, it clearly backfired. Uh, what else we got here, Eric? Mike and Chad, how you doing? World time. We got Elijah. We got Sister Sovereignty. How are you guys doing? Appreciate you tuning in. And so with that being the case, we work. Um, this is a time where, um, as I mentioned to lead this, uh, to kick the night off, unemployment. The days of job security are long gone. Um, I've Over the last couple of days and weeks, for the most part, have been really trying to assess my approach moving forward, heading into 2020. Because it started with the whole um, confessions of a Bitcoin skeptic and just willing and willing and being wanting to challenge people to really begin thinking. And so I got a couple more things I want to throw out there probably later this week and next week and just really get people to think because I think that's uh, what's lacking. Uh, we've been uh, low to sleep 
into thinking that everything is all hunky dory on this uh, in this region of the world, but yet, as we can all tell, something's not right, and uh, it's a very unfortunate. If you had a chance to watch the interview that aired uh, about an hour or two ago from uh, John Hearns, a, a gentleman who's seasoned, he's been around, saw a lot of things, and he gives a very great perspective as to how it's not looking good. And the only way we can be even begin to halt the changes that's underway and try to go and try to bring about change would be to try to go back to yesteryears uh, with raising interest rates and a variety of other things he listed, of which is no way they can do that. So he basically said this is coming to an end. And yeah, and uh, yeah, so I definitely encourage you guys to take, take a look at that. And if you enjoyed that, I, I'm trying to get more content out so you guys can share it with your family and friends so that people can't say they didn't know. That's the biggest hangup. You know, everybody can't say they didn't know because it's right in front of us. So I want to do my best, play my part to help educate as much as I can. We got Zenozia from Nassau, Bahamas. How you doing this evening? I appreciate you tuning in. Uh, first person I'm aware of this from the Bahamas region. And of course, Bahamas, uh, let us know what, what it's looking like down there. We know you guys had a horrific event uh, a couple weeks ago with the hurricane. And so hopefully you guys are up and running and able to recover at a, at a speedier pace. Uh, Bahamas, I've yet, I've yet to go there, but uh, a follower of a, a message by the name, a, a gentleman by the name of Miles Monroe, who's no longer with us, but he's a, uh, was a heavy influence on my life. So a lot of good things come out of Bahamas. So I appreciate you for tuning in. All right. So, yeah. So let's, let me get it right into the chit chat tonight. If you guys have any thoughts you want to share with us, feel free to highlight at rethinking a dollar to stand out. I'll jump on it or just give me a call. Either one. And so I want to get right to this article because, um, yeah, when I saw this, I actually haven't really been following or watching the whole WeWorks IPO announcement, apart from the bad news that's been spun out from it. And I actually was downtown Detroit uh, a couple of days ago, and I was walking down one of the streets, and I saw the WeWork building. And so I didn't know we had one in Detroit, but, yeah, I'm not too familiar with it apart from the bad news. But I saw Zero Hedge earlier post a um, little tweet saying that, you know, we work, you know, how ironic that, you know, they're labeled, we work, but yet they're in the process of about to lay off an entire workforce. And he, they gave the little quotations, we work, we laying off or something like that. So I thought I would borrow that. But we work is reporting cutting 2000 jobs as soon as this week. So once again, I imagine the people that's a part of the organization probably saw it coming from all the prior weeks of uh, of news and chatter and just reading through this article just a little bit you, you hear about how much of a toxic environment uh, the source is, is letting us know how it is in there and so apart from just reading up on it I never really dive into it so really gonna be touching it now but it says uh, with a staff turn against Adam Newman so it looks like the founder or head man is probably going to get booted out as well as everybody else so just some of the bullets here it says we work is set to cut at least 13% of its workforce or roughly 2000 jobs. According to the British newspaper, the paper also reports that the company's workers have started to turn on WeWork's founder and former CEO and that little or no work is getting done because of WeWork's uncertain financial position. So basically right now we work is a, they're losing money because of all the situations that's going on. And on top of that, Apparently, nobody's actually even working, so everyone's scared of being fired while not doing work. <laughs> so that's interesting. It says, quote, the atmosphere is toxic. An anonymous staff member told the newspaper, quote, a lot of people worked so hard for this company, we thought we were in something really big here. So this is, man, that's, here's a statement here that I think 
might fly under the weight radar, but I'm going to try to highlight it a little bit because this, this goes back to the statement similar to what I highlighted earlier in the video about uh, Neil Warford's equity fund and how when in, someone was interviewed, an uh, innocent bystander. And so it, there's so many innocent bystanders who have no clue as to how the system is set up and how it's designed and how it's crumbling at the very foundations. And there's so many, there's going to be so many monetary casualties uh, that will be impacted by what's currently underway. There's no way around it. So it's really important, I think, that we do a better job of trying to educate people. And I'm, I'm trying my best to figure out how to get that done. But um, what I want to focus on is certain senses here. It says a lot of people work so hard for this company, we thought we were in on something really big. So you got a lot of people, a lot of probably younger people, even a lot of seasoned veterans that probably came from a well-established position over to a startup in hopes of like being that next Uber, being the next Facebook, being the next, you know, iconic uh, brand that, you know, transcends all, you know, numbers and all types of things. But yet here we are, people committed to this company and due to whatever, you know, behind the scenes, I'm not even well versed in it. Um, apart from the, it being overvalued according to uh, news sources from a private standpoint of several billion dollars, but yet publicly not worth anything of that sort. And so clearly here we have somebody here, um, this anonymous source here, who unfortunately might have a little bit of a, uh, unfulfilled expectations from this company here. So very unfortunate. It says, according to the paper, workers are getting little or no work done because of the company's uncertain financial situation. It says, WeWork's fall from grace has come at the, at the breakneck speed. First, a long-awaited IPO was pulled over a lack of investor interest. So once again, apart from just workspace provided and whatever else they might be offering, I'm trying to figure out what's the real business model? What's the real value being added? I don't know if there's anybody out there who's more familiar with it. Feel free to let me know because I'm you know, open and willing to learn something about this situation here. It says, later it was reported that J uh, banks of J.P. Morgan and Goldman Sachs were in talks to refinance the company. On Monday, Business Insider reported that WeWork's phone boxes had traces of formaldehyde, and it later emer emerged that it was something staff knew about as early as August. Formaldehyde, are you serious? Man, that's unfortunate. Uh, we didn't work immediate response to the market. So, so that's, uh, yeah, nothing, nothing good's coming out of this situation here. So 13% of the, of the workforce is being laid off. Therefore, I think I saw something, a total of, I think I saw something where about, uh, it's about 15,000 or so employees, uh, total on deck for all their offices or whatnot. So yeah, I would anticipate Unless they can do some financial backdoor deals and shake some hands and get some capital, there might be 15,000 unemployed individuals uh, around the world before the end of this year. And so right now, as I mentioned, we're, we're, on a, we're on a clock. The clock is ticking, and we're up against time because by the, by the end of this year, there will be some unfortunate events to take place, whether it be in the financial realm or the political realm or the geopolitical realm, or, or you know, you name it. There's anything right now could, could be a catalyst to lead to even more monetary casualties of people just being displaced, pensions being frozen, pensions being lost, accounts being locked up, frozen. There's another article, let me pull it up, uh, from someone earlier that shared with me, a uh, hedge fund that, uh, once again, another hedge fund with, I think, that, that with $3 billion or something are locked up and, so I never even heard of this one. So imagine all the other 
hedge funds and money managers out there that's having some issues. So this is definitely something I think people need to really be paying attention to because we've reached the point of, of the new norm of volatility and uncertainty and uh, for the most part, a lack of trust. There, there's no way you can trust anything that has been labeled secure or uh, it, or especially any promises. So something worthy of taking a look at. So here's another article here that I think is worth bringing to your attention because once again, a lot of people may not know about this. So we have investment firm responsible for one billion of assets. One billion assets goes into special administration. So over in the UK, it looks like due to some issues there, it says a company which is around 15,000 clients have been pursuing a, a accelerated sales process, but the FCA confirmed this uh, failed through. So it looks like they're trying to sell the company and all the, the, the balance, the, the books or whatnot, but there may not be any buyers for this uh, amount. So it's going to be some, some, some interesting news here, but uh, it's just more to check into. So uh, looking to share a little message with you guys. So hang on for just one second. Hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month towards the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream. All right, I thought I would throw a little... Uh, promo in there for the patreon aspect uh definitely have a lot of things i want to get done a lot of ways i want to reach out to more people to educate them but yet your boy needs some support so if anybody's interested there's a little link up there patreon information down below feel free to join the community and i'm going to find out a way to give you guys some perks and make it worth your while as well so uh, we can do that but once again article here one billion assets problem it's gonna be some big problems out there so let me check in with the chat. As always, if no one calls in, I tend to rant on forever. And so that's just, uh, yeah, how it goes. What we got here? Let me check in. It says, nothing in the economy can be trusted. Very true. Interesting penalties. Very true there. Peter Tush, the day the dollar die. It says, like how it snuck in there. I like how it snuck in there. Yeah. <laughs> try to give you a little heads up. But definitely uh, going to try to figure out more ways to... Um, get you guys involved if you want to. And so the whole goal is to educate and support uh, you guys. And so definitely could use your help if you're interested. So Spirit King got a question. It says, Mike, got a simple question for you. Just an update. Do you still support Trump today? Spirit King, you love throwing some curveballs and I appreciate you for it. All right. So um, let me just be upfront and honest with you. We got Michael from San Antonio. Appreciate you watching, Michael. Um, and so as far as the word support Trump today, uh, so, Spirit, if you know me, if you've been watching us for a while, you can go back to day one before he was president. When I was doing the live streams, I was saying how I believe personally, you know, something's something smells funny. And I, I was very honest and upfront saying that I believe it's more of a Trojan horse just because you have someone of his status, his caliber, who don't really need the job. Touted, you know, he ran upon all the promises of making America great and all that stuff. I haven't really seen much action, but I have seen a lot of disruption and a lot of disturbances that are deliberate on his part. And so just this trade deal situation, um, what else? Uh, trade deal leading the way. You know, we, his, un, his entire presidency has been, uh, he's been at war with China in regards to trying to set up the ideal 
deal, but there can be no deal when you are a debtor nation and you are, are bait and you're a debtor nation, A, but B, it's the entire economy, 70% of it is built upon consumption. So we need to keep consuming or this thing goes belly up. So long story short, uh, as far as a supporter, I, I like the disruption he has caused because it, it's forced people to begin really having to think and question uh, and more so find out that there is nobody, no politician, no party that you can really trust uh, outside of your own abilities and your own uh, willingness to take ownership for your own life. So that being the case, I am a innocent bystander in those regards. I am not for, I'm not against them. I know the course we're on. I know where all this is heading. And so I'm more so just trying to wake up people and help them understand what's happening so that they can brace for crash landing. There's no way you can really prepare for all the changes unfolding, but you can brace and then therefore alleviate some of the pain, I believe. So hope that answers your question, my friend. Not a for, not for, not against. I'm more so neutral. Um, he, he's been doing exactly what I believe he's been there, uh, been appointed to do, which is to disrupt things and oversee this bankruptcy, oversee this default. And so if you guys want to know more of why, I believe that's check out last night episode and I'll, that'll give you more information on, on that there. But we got Nicholas uh, from Trinidad and Tobago. How you doing this evening? We turned in the program, bro, 1041. Appreciate you for tuning in, my friend. How are things down in your neck of the woods? We got Sergio from Colombia. Appreciate you for watching. So we got we got uh, some, uh, somebody from the Bahamas. We got Trinidad and Tobago. We got Colombia. We got Corpus Christi in the building. Who else we got? Where everybody else is from? Let me know. Curious to find out. Do we have any um, any people from down under? Any people over from the Asian area? Definitely would love to uh, find out what's going on, on that on that side of the planet, apart from what we're hearing over here. Because, once again, the news we hear on this side is very tainted at best. It says, many jobs are disappearing, truck companies, bricks and mortar, etc. Yeah. I just proved Mike is a ghost. So proud I'll screenshot it. A ghost. <laughs> Hello, Faith. Too much. Too funny, Spear. Mike is a Terminator. <laughs> John, I like that one better. Mike, you looking like you got a white glow. And I don't know. The white glow is just, you know, I got a green screen behind me. And it could be the anointing as well. You know, the Lord is doing some mighty works in my life these days. So it could be either one of those. Who knows? <laughs> we got uh, Faith Canada and Virgin Islands. Where we got that at? Oh, we got Caribbean coins. Okay, from the Virgin Islands. Gregory Watts from San Antonio. We got Akeem from uh, Philadelphia. Okay, San Antonio, Texas. James, John, we got New Orleans in the building. So I appreciate everybody tuning in. So let me go ahead and take, take a minute and share uh, something I thought of today and I want to throw it out there. And I'll be reaching out to a lot of my you know alternative media contacts and whatnot to, just to get them involved because what I realized is as, as, as YouTube and Google really began censoring, they're going to be censoring like never before starting – this presidential cycle for real. And so anything that's controversial, anything that against the mainstream narrative, they're going to make sure the voice is not heard. So I need to figure out a way how to reach more people without having to be censored and dialed back. And so of course, like everywhere around YouTube numbers are down, all that stuff like that. So that led to me, you know, of course, requesting support for those that appreciate the work and want to be a blessing to the channel uh, to keep things moving. Because once again, as I mentioned, this takes, you know, a little bit of time and, and, and money to, to, to do, or currency to do, but that being the case, I'm I'm looking for. If anybody's watching, if you if you consider yourself a content creator, you have a YouTube page set up, or you're a blogger, you do writing. If you're interested in a 
voicing your opinion by reaching a greater audience. And if you're interested in trying to really promote your brand, I'm looking for people to assist with that. So basically, I'm looking for alternative media journalists. And so if you are interested in such, um, go to RethinkingTheDollar.com, top of the screen, admin, shoot me an email, and I want to connect with you because I'm looking to find ways to cover more stories just because in a day, there's there's more stories than I can cover. And of course, you know, for at, at this current moment, it's a one-man operation. And so I'm looking to contribute some value to you guys and vice versa by spreading more roots and covering more stories. So I got a couple of things I want to work out and uh, help people more, get more involved and grow their brand as well as add value as far as educating people. So if you're interested, you got that, those criteria, rethinkingadollar.com, shoot me an email and let's talk further. I'll give you more details. So uh, we'll go from there. But with that being the case, let me get into a couple more um, articles that I pulled out because I think they're very interesting. And so, uh, let me see here. I will skip that one. So it looks like on the social media front, Twitter might be changing the algorithms a little bit on the president uh, heading into this presidential season. It says Twitter pays away for Trump, excuse me, ban with new content rules for world leaders. So I saw a statistic um, yesterday, two days ago, referencing how since presidential president trump's election to this current moment his activity on twitter has quadrupled because he's become more vocal now using that as his primary medium to get out his message and so oh man let me see there's a tweet today i got to show you this tweet i'll pull up in a sec i got to show you this tweet but this tweet was so outrageous i'm thinking like is this guy for real so yeah, let me. Uh, so yeah, so I thought this was interesting because Twitter, you know, not only is YouTube cr cracking down on alternative media, looks like Twitter might be cracking down on uh, President Trump. So uh, I'll include this in the uh, in the chat so those that are watching can read it for yourself if you want to find out more. Just want to thumb through these a little bit. And so here's an article. Here it says 40 million Americans already don't have enough food to eat, and it's about to get a lot worse. So this is uh, from Michael Snyder, former guest on the show, and um, hoping to have him on this this winter. He's been tied up in some things, but this was as of yesterday. And so Michael always does a good job of really highlighting and bringing out a lot of stuff. So let me see what the primary it says: pork prices in China is going up sixty nine percent. What else we got? Millions of acres of corn and soybeans are going to be a total loss. So we got the whole weather aspect this this current year which will lead to a lack of crops around this, you know, harvesting time. And it says here, earlier this year, I extensively documented the major problems that farmers are in the Midwest are having with rain and flooding. And I warned that we were potentially facing a disastrous harvest season. Well, now this is her historic blizzard has wiped out millions of acres of cross of crops, a blizzard. We are potentially facing a scenario that is far worse than anything I've ever warned about. It says to me, it's more than 40 million Americans much higher prices at the grocery store will make it more, much more difficult for most of us to afford the basic necessities. And those on the bottom rungs of the economic pyramid will suffer more than anyone else. So looks like the weather, as a lot of people who are part of the community mentioned before, might eventually come back uh, to really bite us in the butt. So interesting. Here's another one I found interesting. So currently right now, or throughout the day over in China, 
It says, uh, futures, Yuan slide as China threatens retaliation over U.S. House bill on Hong Kong. And so it looks like over this Hong Kong situation, the U.S. House gave support to pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong by passing a bill that will require an annual review of whether the city is sufficiently autonomous from Beijing to justify a special trading status. So once again, apart from the U.S. always looking for something to get their hands involved in, um, once again, the Beijing situation, it's being instigated by the U.S. You know, I'm, I would imagine we got special interest groups in there, protesting. People are probably on the streets getting paid for their activities. So it's unfortunate that this is all a part of the noise that's needed to distract us from the major issues people are having, especially when it comes to what's happening with their, their pocketbook. So uh, just information here, but I thought these graphs were interesting. So it says stocks futures are sliding. And so here we got some drops. We got some major dips here. And it could still be relatively early over there in the market. So this could drop, continue to drop. And on this side of the of the globe here, we could either see a rally or we could see also see a drop. So more volatility in the market. So whenever things drop like this, somebody's losing money. Somebody's losing out on some, some bets, some hedges, some shorting, or whatever people choose to do to try to profit and take advantage of this system. So yeah, expect uh, some backlash from China. And when, it, when they're going to retaliate, no telling what they're going to do, but it's going to be tit for tat. So expect them to make it even more difficult for Trump to come up with his make America great deal uh, with China. So just something I thought you guys should know about. And then here's another article here. It says investors panic sale Saudi stocks as bear market erupts. So it looks like, you know, probably right now over in Saudi Arabia, we got the markets tanking over there. So, um, yeah, this is not good. So we had a little drop in the index over there due to the whole oil tanker situation. Now we got a Ramco situation happening, and it's still continuing to go down. So, um, yeah, I've talked about Saudi in the past. They're in big trouble because they, they, their economy is based upon oil sales, and the revenue from oil is not really booming these days so they're into they're borrowing a lot more than they want to and their entitlement program there uh yeah it, it's the it's the bulk of the economy they pay people not to work over there so yeah man this is what's happening i thought i want to share these articles with you guys and uh yeah get your thoughts on that let me check in with the chat phone lines is quiet so i get a chance to rant uh we got here it says last week or one before we learn inequality hit all time high. It's obvious people will die. Spirit King, so dark and doom and gloom. We're right, we're very right. Spirit King, what else we got here? It says, look at the NBA scandal. The U.S. pretends to be democracy, this and then freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So the NBA thing, like over in the mainstream news today, a lot of talk about LeBron James and his comments and statements and all, all that's very tragic, I must admit. I'm very, um, you know, disturbed by all that, but it's a business, man. The NBA is attempting to go global. They have major operations over in China, and I think uh, 2022, they're anticipating on having an NBA Africa started or something like that. So expect all those plans to change over the next couple of years. And when it comes to entertainment, sports in general, I know football, American football attendance is down. I would imagine, you know, other sports are probably also along the same lines of not having extremely high attendance, probably from college football still, because their college students get it for free. So that's why they them games be sold out. But 
anyway, so yeah, I this is just going to go out on a limb by next spring, next summer for sure. I would imagine people won't will be faced with the decision of do we spend money on tickets to go to see people play a sport or do we decide to hunkle down and as the article mentioned from Mike Snyder, food's going to be more expensive and things like that. So I'd imagine people are going to be faced with some tough decisions as to what they should spend their funds on. And so, and foreseeing that hopefully you guys are making arrangements now and doing some things a little bit different than you did last year at this point, because by the next year at the same time, we could be looking at a completely different environment financially and politically, as well as, um, all the other things that's happening. So, yeah, definitely something worthy, worthy of mention. So Nathaniel says, in social credit scores uh, implemented in Hong Kong too? Um, good question. I don't know, but I would assume so because they have the facial recognition uh, situation there. And because of that, I would imagine uh, as a part of their spy surveillance technique, how would they implement a punishment, whether you know, apart from it impacting some type of score or direct jail and time or whatever? And so just the very fact that the Hong Kong government talked about or attempted to throw out a, you know, uh, a bill or something saying that you can't wear face masks when you protest. Like, OK, come on now. And, and, and on another note, I do believe the face mask will become very popular and become trendy here in the U.S. in the next 10 years as the social credit score system is rolled out here. Because think about this. If we get a far left slash socialist type of policymaker into the White House, you better believe they're going to be rolling all types of free items, free this, free that, free that, free that. And along with that free stuff, they're going to also, they technically, you know, because they, giving away so much free stuff, they then ultimately have the right to roll out any type of surveillance style programs they want, such as social credit score, such as the closed caption TV with the facial AI recognition stuff. So with all that free stuff that they're going to try to throw at you, they're going to also have to add in all that surveillance type of stuff to counterbalance that. So nothing is given for free without there being consequences or a, or a loss of your freedom and rights and everything that goes along with that. So just something that people should think about when you go to the, to the booth to vote, you know, you're voting for not just today, you're voting for the morality and the, 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 the future generations that will grow up in a society that uh, will look nothing like today. So yeah, just my two cents there, but getting ready to dial back. It's been about 30 minutes. Didn't want to be on here long. Just wanted to connect, say what's up, and get your guys' thoughts on a variety of other subjects. And so, um, let me see here. Chat, let me see. Nothing nothing there in the chat, whatever. So, with that being the case, get ready to dial back. I appreciate everybody taking time to join me this evening. As always, if you've enjoyed the back and forth, there's a button beneath this video here. It's a thumbs up button. Hit that button right now. Take a second while I'm talking. Hit that button if you've enjoyed the back and forth. Or if you have not and you don't enjoy it, Hit the thumbs down as well. Either one, it's all good with me. I appreciate the energy spent on choosing one. And then the more important, uh, last little note here, I want to sign off by just giving you guys a chance to support me via Patreon. Looking for more people that want to actually be a part of the program uh, and support it financially uh, because your help does make a difference and therefore allows me to free up a little bit more time to create greater t content. Got some projects I got I want to roll out. So once again, it takes help. So it takes a team to make uh, to win a championship. And so... You guys are the team. So that being the case, 
Be blessed. Be safe. I will see you guys tomorrow, Lord willing. Other than that, peace. Hey there, sorry for this interruption, but I wanted to bring something to your attention. If you've been enjoying this live stream, why don't you partner with me and be a support to the channel via Patreon membership for just a minimum of $5 a month. All you have to do is scroll down beneath this video here, click the Patreon link, then consider donating as little as $5 a month towards the channel. A little bit of crumbs can go a long way, and I appreciate your support. Now, let's get back to this live stream.